This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. I'm Leslie. We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. There is a fourth sister, and she will be making a guest appearance, <laughs> like today, throughout the series. We are obsessed with true crime, <laughs> paranormal, and laughing. Join us for our weekly outburst as we dive into crazy stories that full-fledged up the East Coast. Just so you know, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is just for informative purposes. Good morning. <laughs> Afternoon. Well, I don't even know what time it is right now. Evening. It's after six. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's give a big shout out to... And sometimes why? <laughs> I wanted to say little Lydia. <laughs> I'm wondering why we're giving her a shout out when she's yeah. standing right in front of us. Fine. Sitting right in front of us. Let's not give a shout out. Let's just all stare in disappointment. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay, guys. Let's. Do you want to tell them what happened? I, I don't even know how to explain it at this point. <laughs> I've been telling all of them that I refuse to do paranormal, and guess what we're doing today, paranormal. I've been having a lot of issues going on every time I research, and so we decided yesterday to record paranormal. We had so many audio issues and ended up recording over two hours, right? Yeah. Over two hours of stuff. And none of it took. Like, I don't even know how to explain. It, it took. It, it like, just, so, like, yesterday we had tried it out, and at first, like, the audio, like, our headphones weren't working, and then when we started recording the audio, it was coming through fine. And then even yesterday, when I got home from recording, I checked, and the audio sounded fine. And then this morning, when I went to go, like, actually cut the episode and stuff, um, the audio apparently recorded from the mic on my laptop. Yeah. But yesterday when we were recording, it said that we were recording and that our mics were working and everything like that. So we just, we had a good, like, what, 40 minutes of audio issues that we tried fixing. Mm -hmm. When we have everything marked up, we had everything the way that it was supposed to be. We don't touch anything. <laughs> so we're re-recording today. At my apartment. So if you hear barking, that's my child. And also... I Her child is a dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like barking, it is not a. It is not a human. It's not a human. But like, I've cleansed the area that we're in. I did a little good intentions thing before you guys came over. I have my rose quartz thing. I gave Linda a bracelet. Got my necklace out. We should be good. We should be good. And then we acquired Olivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't clean her though. <laughs> mm, I mean, I did take a shower today. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully that'll work. Yeah. Is so, this why I have a headache? Oh? Because of yesterday? Maybe. Well, maybe. maybe my bad juju. That's what you get. I can give you some oils for that. <laughs> I've been using yeah. peppermint oil all day. Like, and, I'm like not really happen. What? Linda. All right. Anyways. So, today we're getting into the paranormal side of things. If I'm you a couldn't little, tell. Yeah, I'm a little... Apprehensive. Yes. But here we go. Today, we are talking about Pennhurst State School and Hospital. Okay. I feel like I've heard that before. It definitely sounds familiar. It's it's pretty close. Um, Isn't it? What is it Penhurst? called? Pennhurst what? Pennhurst State School and Hospital. It was originally called Eastern Pennsylvania State Institution for the Feeble-Minded and Epileptic. She got it right today. Yesterday That's because she was we're like not at home. A blubbly, a blubbly, a blubbly. <laughs> I'm telling you, we have to like piece in different pieces from yesterday because we'll do we'll I'm, do a blooper I'm gonna try. I'm gonna have um Larry help me with the audio. Shout yeah. out Larry. Yeah. <laughs> Revitalist Studios. 
yes, I couldn't even talk yesterday. She really couldn't. It was hard. I stuttered the whole way through. Like, I would just be sitting there, I'm like, bup, 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 bup. and they're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what just happened. I'm sorry. It We're just going to funny. Going. <laughs> but it's located in Spring City, Pennsylvania. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. You? Penhurst State Penitentiary? No. 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 no, no, no. no. Something I, different. There is that. It's different. Well, you'll okay. realize because there's a podcast that we both listen to and they've done both. Okay. So you'll hear both. You'll understand. Okay. And this is only like two and a half hours away from where we are right now. Mm, interesting. So we're not going. We are going. We'll talk about that later. We'll <laughs> okay. talk about that later. Okay. I said no already. As Linda flies away. <laughs> I really don't excited. even go to like haunted hay rides. <laughs> oh. There's a really okay. fun one. Mm-mm. In Lineborough. <laughs> no, I'm good. Well, we're just not going. Kind of. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the OK was given to start the construction in 1903. This was being built on Crab Hill, starting off with 633 acres of land. Construction took about five years, with the doors opening to their first patient on November 23rd, 1908. Penhurst was a hospital that was designated to house those with intellectual and physical disabilities, but quickly became an institution that housed those who were immigrants, criminals, or orphans. Yeah. Alongside the mentally and physically disabled, yeah. All right. Yeah. There were multiple categories for patients who were admitted into Penhurst. These categories, now remember this is... Early 1900s. Mm-hmm. So imbecile or insane, epileptic or healthy, and then the dental records or the dental categories were good, poor, or treated teeth. So even someone, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so even someone who had ADHD with no other health conditions would be admitted and housed with those who did not have the same social abilities. They could all just be thrown in a room together. Okay. Yes. The asylum was created to accommodate a minimum of 500 individuals, and there were sections for educational, industrial, and custodial. Uh, so there was the school, and then there was a place for people to work, and then other another area. Wait. Hmm. They, they used the patients? Yes. yes, they used the patients. Never yes. mind. Okay, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Because, like, it was, like, a little town, so, like, they even had, like, a little farm area, and, like, the patients would, like be the farmers because the they were like yeah. they want to be outside yeah you okay know. yes mm-hmm. yes yes so it was that educational industrial and custodial okay i'm sorry i'm rewriting this stuff because i my head hurts and i'm like sort of remember it from yesterday but not really leslie's possessed <laughs> i'm probably i probably am i told you guys i didn't want to do these things what was the other one <laughs> Oh so custodial? custodial. <laughs> Already forgot. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So within four years of being open, Penhurst was already greatly overpopulated. Decades later, it had come to light that the institution was being poorly run. Okay. What was properly run in 1908? Um, Nothing. I. It know, wasn't. I was going to be like, the stock market. Oh my god. So it had become so overpopulated that by nineteen sixteen more cottages were built and the intention behind these cottages were to further segregate the female patients from the male patients. Yeah. So they were Seriously, just all together in the first place? Mm-hmm. In the first place, they were all together. They were all okay. being housed together. And then they made the cottages so that way they could try and prevent pregnancies within the patients. Yeah. So <laughs> they told, it was like, ladies, go over there so you can stop making babies while you're here. Dudes. Just go there. <laughs> Leave way. them alone. Don't yeah. touch them. <laughs> no purple. No purple. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Taking yeah, them yeah. back to Jesus camp. Not making purple, you guys. <laughs> Pink, blue. Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't understand that reference. But, uh, you, you never went to Jesus camp. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> With all of that, obviously, it was just, it was really bad. There are accounts of 
deaths happening within the walls of the asylum. Wow, I'm so surprised. Not just from poor health, but because of abuse that not only came from other patients, but from the people that work there as well. So, again, not surprised at all. I feel like that was just a normal thing then, that they were like, hmm, I'm angry, let me take it out on a patient, or on a prisoner, or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Anybody. Yeah. So, I actually found one. So, there's accounts of abuse and stuff like that. But this specific one, it was on January 2nd, 1937. A patient was being questioned by a staff member for stealing money. Okay. The amount that he supposedly stole was 95 cents. What is that equivalent to I was going to say, what is that? 10 bucks? Mm. I don't know. (laughs) I didn't get that far. (laughs) What is this? 1937. 1937. Okay, that was a time jump. Everything pretty much is a time jump in, in this. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. How much was, how much was it? 95 cents. Okay. So 95 cents in 1930. I already forgot. 1937. So what was it? 96? 95 cents. 1937. Today, that would have been $17.76. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 1776. Oh, my God. Let's get my Hamilton on anyway. So the form of interrogation used was that the attendant bashed the patient's head into the wall numerous times. Wait, what? Yes. So he kept asking him, did you take the money? Did, pal, you, pal. Where's my fucking money? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that the vine? (laughs) So the attendant actually ended up having to get a phone call. Left to go answer the phone call. When he returned, the patient was unresponsive. I thought you meant like his talking to was a phone call that they were like, "Hey, no. don't do that." <laughs> they thought that too. No, like okay. he, like he, he received a phone call. So the attendant received a phone call. When he went to go answer the phone call, and then he came back, the patient was unresponsive. The attendant was ended up being held on charges for manslaughter. Good. Okay. The attendant who did it, I believe it said that he was 20, 24. Mm-mm-mm. <gasps> That's me. <gasps> oh. Mm. You better not go around knocking my patients. <laughs> Watch out, Kayla. <laughs> and at the time that <laughs> the patient passed away, he had been at Penhurst for six years. The patient was? The or patient had or been wait, there. How old was the patient? Um, I don't know. I, hold on. I was thinking it was like a kid or something. That's why I was like, what? Well, then again, babies were born there. So what am I surprised 15. about? <gasps> okay. Wait, and he had been a patient for six years and he was only 15? Yeah. Most of the patients that were there averaged about 20s to early 30s. And a lot of them stayed there for 21 plus years. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are their parents? They didn't, they didn't want them. them. Oh, because they had some kind of disability or they were orphans because they took in orphans as well. Yeah. And there's actually like on here that in somewhere else that I saw, um, it was a sister and brother were just dropped off and it was around the time of the depression and the parents just never came back to get them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, so it was just stock a, market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was literally <laughs> just a place for people to drop their family members often never come back for them. Mm-hmm. The unwanted. Yeah. Yeah. That was an episode of Criminal Minds. Oh, no. He killed a lot of people. Oh. Bill Baldini. Well, he was a local journalist. So again, we're jumping ahead a couple of years. How do you spell Baldini? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to so, do this again. <laughs> it's okay because I spelled it wrong yesterday. <laughs> yeah, she did. I was looking at it and I was like. B-A-L-D-I-D-I-N-I. All right. Bill. Bill Baldini was a local journalist that created a series exposing the asylum. The series he created aired in 1968, and it was a five-part expose called Suffer the Little Children. Each episode was five minutes long and showed the condition of the patients. There are parts that were discussed. Yeah, here she goes, guys. (laughs) 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 Guys. (laughs) 
there are parts where discussions happen about the patients being physically and verbally abused. At the time the series aired, it was stated that the local zoos were given $7.15 per animal per day for care, while Penhurst was allowed $5.90 per patient per day. So, Oh, per patient? You didn't say that yesterday. Yeah, yeah per patient oh, per okay. day. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. per what? <laughs> she just said per day yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. what? That it was like $5 a day? That's all the state's giving you? That's like shit. Well, <laughs> it's like no. nothing. No, but I mean, per patient... It's a little bit more than what she was thinking yesterday. That's like a meal versus like, okay, everybody share a meal. (laughs) Right. Um, Which is still what they were doing anyway. Well, no, I understand that. But it's like in my head now, that's a very big difference because now they're getting more money than I I thought they were getting. I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But it's still not good. We know. Well, no, 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 because that's what we, that's what the discussion was yesterday. Because remember, we said that 80% of the cost that was given per patient was actually for administrative purposes. Mm. So it wasn't even for food. Going to. It was yeah. for right, the doctors right, right, right. who were taking care of them. Mm-hmm. That were taking care of them. Uh, yeah, so. <sighs> Stupid. But I mean, isn't that just medical billing now, too? Mm-hmm. Shh, we don't talk about it, Marco. I'll talk about it. <laughs> it was my job. I'll do it. Yeah. Exposed. I did a lot Today of that on East Coast Creep. <laughs> Medical billing featuring Lydia. It's terrifying. <laughs> I can imagine. The capacity was supposed to be 1,984 people, patients, but they were housing 2,791. The staff needed to be about 1,500, but the staff-to-patient ratio was one staff member to 100 patients. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there were a total of 20 buildings on the premises. Yep. By the time that they were closed down. And these Mm. staff members are supposed to be teachers, doctors, nurses, everybody. So it's everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nine MDs, two psychiatrists, there were 900 women, but no gynecologist, and 11 teachers that had no special education certification. No gynecologist, but they were having everybody babies. was having babies? Yes. Mm-hmm. They had other patients in the maternity wards taking care of the babies that were there. They had other patients who were able-minded, I guess you could say. In the infant wards, so taking care of these, like, one-year-olds, two-year-olds. So they were using the other women and bringing them in to take care of them. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) We didn't talk about this yesterday, as you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. So they clearly were not educated. Mm -hmm. No. No. But they were delivering babies. Yes. Mm -hmm. And helping with, like, pregnancies and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was said that... Almost everyone that went in there ended up regressing. So even though you may have gone in there at a later age, mm-hmm. your IQ dropped while being at Penhurst. So there were people who were completely able, but your IQ dropped. And so then at any time that they tested you, you just kind of kept going down and down and down because they couldn't give you the proper education that you needed. Mm-hmm. Only 7% of the children were in rehabilitation programs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her face is, you know, if we could record <laughs> her faces. I mean, technically you I could. could yeah, I know. Obviously, with all... Oh, I'm not even touching that. <laughs> you were way off from your mouse pad. <laughs> yeah. So, with all of that going on, a lot of the causes of death were attributed to suicide or accidents that were caused by extreme bullying. So, yeah. Yeah. Or patient experimentation. Yeah. But they don't record those things. Yeah, and that's what I was looking for, too. And it didn't actually give me a number of how many patients died within the walls of Penhurst. Mm. Yep. I mean, I'm sure they wouldn't. No, they don't even know. keep track of that in the <laughs> yeah. first place. Yeah. The nine doctors have their careers. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was it that we saw that, like, 
the one time where they were like, obviously they were always above max capacity, but like the one time that they were like above, 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 they were at 4,000 patients yeah. at one time. Wait, and they're only supposed to have how many? Uh, 1, like 1,900. Almost, almost 2,000. Yeah, a little under 2,000. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was telling them that another thing that that was noted was that in the in the infant wards, the cribs would be head to toe and side to side, and that it would be about a hundred children to a room, and there were ten rooms altogether. Damn, I feel sorry for that baby that's in the back corner. <laughs> no, no love. <laughs> well, none, none of them. None of them. None of them got it. They, they were just. They were just left there. No one took care of them. They were just in the cribs. In order for them to take care of, quote unquote, take care of these people, the ones who were more violent or the ones that they felt that they couldn't control, they would tie their hands and feet to the beds and leave them there. I just read that there are accounts that a lady who was blind was tied to a wheelchair and left there. Because they wanted to know where she was at at all times because she was blind. What? So she couldn't walk around. Yeah. Because she couldn't figure out ways to get around. So she wasn't wandering the premises and just, like, leaving. So they tied her to a wheelchair, even though she was fully capable of walking. Oh, my. And they left her tied (laughs) to that wheelchair. I think it said for over 1,100 hours. They I didn't. don't know my math, but that sounds like a lot. And that was in the course, I think. <laughs> it was like, like mm. it was like four uh. or five months that they had left her in that wheelchair like that for 1,100 hours. Okay, but hold on. If she's able to walk. Yeah. She could push herself in the wheelchair, right? But they tied her to it. They tied her. So they tied she her. Can't, she can't oh, do it at all. Tied the and they, wheel. they tied oh. her arms down to it. They tied her feet. You thought I'm this was like hell. the leash? Okay, listen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they just like tied her, like buckled her into the seat. Oh my God. And I'm like, can't she just wheel her way <laughs> somewhere? I'm Why a wheelchair? Why not just a chair then? Because I don't know. I guess because they wanted to be able to move her. Yeah, it's when need be. It's about forty six days. Wow. Mm-hmm. You like were a, way up. A month and a half. Did she say? No, I said over, over the, the course. course of a four month period. Oh, four so they let her period. back. They let her out. They would let her out, but just to know where she was, they would tie her down so she wouldn't be wandering around everywhere. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All making sense now. <laughs> <laughs> so in this, in, basically, in the six months that she was. Like, whatever, like a third of that time. Mm-hmm. So, like, almost a third of that time. Daytime hours. Probably, maybe. I guess. Yeah. 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 And then at night, they would just strap her to the bed. I was going to say, that would probably be the thing where they strap them to the bed then. Yeah. 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 This is depressing. It's not any better, but no. like, Mm-mm. my brain is finally processing the situation. Yeah. And then I was also telling them yesterday that there's a doctor there his name is dr fear <gasps> dr jesse fear yeah is and this the one with the um oh my gosh what is it called phlebotomy Lobo- yeah yes he does do that but we didn't talk about yeah, that. yeah we didn't talk about that i was gonna say we did not talk about that yesterday. Yeah, we can talk about that today because <laughs> i was gonna say that it was a lot that we were covering yesterday too right so it, and But, yeah, so there is, at one point, Dr. Fear had seen a patient come out of a room, and he said that there was a a big welt on the back of the kid's head. So he asked him where he had got it from, and the kid said, oh, you know, this kid, blah, 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 had hit me. The kid who had hit the boy that he was talking to was a known bully. Mm -hmm. Dr. Fear was so pissed off that he ended up going into the room and saying, don't touch another one of my boys. If you do, you have something coming to you. And so the the bully was like, you can't touch me. You can't touch me. So then Dr. Fiero was so upset. He ended up seeing, what was, what is it? Uh, I don't know. He basically saw a guy, or he ended up seeing later um, another doctor and was like, hey, what's the worst kind of injection I can give without killing someone? <gasps> what the fuck? So then he, the doctor told him, he took it, took it to the bully later, 
forced him onto the bed, or oh, no. so he said. Oh, yeah. He didn't. He said that he forced him, but then he changed his mind. No, he changed his words like two <laughs> seconds later and said, I convinced him to lay on the bed, and then I gave him the injection. And he basically just sat there injecting him with this and was torturing him the whole time. So, but And they did that to multiple patients. A child, though. Yes. 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 Uh, what did he say? That we were fi- he was 15? Something, Something like, like that. that. Yeah. <sighs> and he actually, and that's part of, that's part of the series. Like he said this to a television crew. Yeah. That ended I was going to say, if you're saying like. And he smirked while saying it. Yeah. Like he was such, like he thought he was doing something. Yeah. Oh, he was doing something. Was it well? No. <laughs> like he thought he was being helpful. Basically. Yeah. By like defending the kid against like a known bully. But yeah. like then it's just like you're just fucking up the bully even more. Exactly. Oh my God. And that's what they did to patients. They would beat them. They would torture them with injections like that. They would, I mean, just leave them for dead. It was so gross. It, uh, May 30th, 1974, a case comes about. It's Halderman versus Penhurst. This was a case, a case that said that the patients of Penhurst had their first, eighth, ninth, and fourteenth amendment rights violated. Uh, this happened because a patient, which his last name was Halderman, went to go visit their family and they ended up with being, they ended up being covered with, I believe it said over 40 bruises all over their body with cracked teeth a fractured finger, and a broken jaw. So then the family filed a lawsuit against Penhurst. Wait, what year was this? 74. 19. So this was already after the expose? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You would think that they would have some sort of checks and balances after the expose. Well, Uh, because of the expose coming out and with this, in 1978, the institution was forced to close its doors. Because of everything that was going on, they just said, you're done. You're out. It is said that by the time Penhurst closed, over 10,500 patients had passed through their doors. Oh, I thought you were going to say passed away. No. Holy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) No. So that's 80 years and 10,000 plus patients. Okay, listen. We know my math. It's the last of people going through Yeah, there. and then you're saying that they're staying for, like, what, 20 to 30 20, years? 30 years, yeah. and then they're over capacity, like, the whole Every time. Every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At average, 20, 20 years, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Crazy sauce. The closing of Penhurst ended up being a nine-year process. So from the day that they were told to close their doors, it was a nine-year process, which allowed their patients to either go to new facilities, mm-hmm. halfway homes, or be or to be reintegrated with their families. In 1983, there ended up being a number of employees that were eventually charged with multiple counts of abuse. Mm-hmm. I just realized after the expose, people are still sending yes, yes, their yes. family there. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. it's because people don't care it's like they have all of these and it's like what was it the 70s Mm -hmm. like no one really has like a hold on what mental health really is and like the things like we're just barely did everybody even really have a tv at that time honestly Uh, Mm -hmm. for the most part my knowledge of that 70s show <laughs> oh my god, get out. <laughs> we got ourselves a historian here. <laughs> no, but like, even if it was shown on the TV and stuff, like, Not I would everyone's assume, gonna watch. Well, no, I would assume that it would be in the newspapers and yeah. stuff like that. Like, it yeah. probably ended up making national news at one point, maybe. Mm. I don't know. But then you think about it. Every mental health facility is exactly the same as Penhurst. Like, none of them were really any better. Yeah. And it was actually said that, or, well, it wasn't even said in the, um, in the series, they asked, you know, if somebody were to come here and to check the premises to see, do you think that they would condemn some of these buildings? And the guy was like, if they have an idea of what a building is supposed to look like, especially for a mental health institution, and they came and saw our buildings, Definitely a few of our buildings will be closed down. 
they needed at least one to one and a half million dollars in order for reconstruction per building. And they were not allowed that money. And that was like back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, okay. Like yeah. in the 60s. Yeah. yeah. The interview. So they it was need, never going to happen. Yeah, basically. Yeah. In, the, in the interview, the guy said that they had asked for bras for their patients. And the state or whoever was funding the money was like, for what? And he was like, it's pretty obvious. It's self-explanatory. We Why else bras. would you need bras? Yeah. Over the shoulder boulder holders. <laughs> I was going to say a double barrel slingshot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then they, they were like, we need you to explain why. So he was like, it's self-explanatory. We need bras for our female patients. So they denied it. They sent it back and they were like, we need further explanation. Titties. <laughs> <laughs> and so... They Nunca sent it nungus. back. <laughs> they sent it back. Like uh, another one of the doctors ended up writing an explanation and sent it back to whoever they were supposed to be getting the funding from, and they denied it. That's what was happening. But they were promised that they were going to have the buildings, you know, redone and finished. I have a question. Was this like the only kind of facility in Pennsylvania of this kind? No, no. At the time, Just- yes, it was. It was the only one. In the beginning, maybe, yeah. yeah. In the, in the beginning. beginning. In the beginning, but then you have Maryland had several. Pennsylvania. I know, but I'm saying the ones that are nearby in Maryland aren't that far away. They're closer to the, and then they also had some in Delaware. Okay. So, but, hmm. No, I'm just wondering because, like, you saying that they're not able to get this funding from the state. The state just didn't want to do it. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Because they, they had no like, care again, for the yeah. they had mentally no, disabled. Yeah. They it's not even that they didn't have the care, they didn't have the understanding behind it. Right. So they were just like I don't want to say a menace to society, but that's basically what they thought. Like these people could never be they can never go back. Right. So they were just like boop. So <laughs> with all of that, with all of the torturing that went through that with everything that happened within the walls of Penhurst. There are a lot of paranormal, there's a lot of paranormal activity that happens there. On the paranormal episode. <laughs> yeah. No. This yeah. was history. Didn't you know that? <laughs> yeah. So, apparently, it is very strong with paranormal activity there. I mean, if you think about it, all the deaths, all the torture, the abuse that all of the patients ended up dealing with, it, it's very strong. And they did end up having a psychic go there, but... Again, we'll talk about that later. In 2010, the property ended up being turned into a haunted house attraction. And there are ghost tours that are available for those who would like to go. <laughs> I hate trip. that. No, I'm not going to I no. want to well, go, but no. like, I, I... No. Don't I do, even, but I no. don't. I feel like that's profiting off of the horrible tortures and deaths of people that should have been taken care of and that's just icky in the first place and second of all i want absolutely nothing to do with any sort of ghost so like my thing was i just wanted to go and go to the little graveyard because in the on the property there's like a graveyard but none of them are like properly marked or anything and i just wanted to leave flowers that was me that's me. But I'm also the person who walked around the military cemetery and left flowers there at the one that used to be behind our house. And I would just leave flowers on all the gravestones. I never knew that. Yeah. I used to just sneak through the hole in the fence and I would go and leave yet, flowers. And I got yelled at for going there. I didn't even make it past the hole and I got yelled at for standing next to the fence. Like, I don't even understand that right now. Parents, if you're listening, that's messed up. <laughs> Mom fell asleep in the last episode, so I'm going to be surprised if she made it this far in this one. <laughs> I don't know. I know my parents knew, because I used to go with Jimmy and Larry. Mm. Hey, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's Jimmy. exposed now. <laughs> and Jimmy. Hello, Jimmy. But yeah, so there are there are actually people who agree with you. They believe that it's exploiting. Mm-hmm. And that they don't agree with that. There's been different disputes and stuff like that saying, you know, it's bettering because you're keeping this place. Because it was part of such a big lawsuit that it actually changed the way that mental health is dealt with today. So acknowledging and spreading awareness. Exactly. While others say it's exploiting. 
And that was another thing. You think about it. That finally closes stores in the 80s. That means there are still so many patients that are alive today that can recount everything that happened there. Yeah. Still basically have PTSD of what they went through. Yeah, no. I don't want to go. I just want to go leave flowers. No. I'm not going anywhere. Oh, she's dragging you because you're, I'm being dragged to this thing and you're coming. Yep. Because I'm not doing this alone. No. Yes. You can take Omar. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, They do have a permanent paranormal investigation crew. S-P-R-S. We decided they're called Spurs. Oops. I'm like Spurs. Spurs. (laughs) Um, Like the Spurs on your boots. So it... um, I'm sorry. (laughs) My brain is like sort of in it today, but it's really not. Uh, Spurs. I can't remember what their actual name is. It was something paranormal research society. Was it the name of something? Sperry? Scientific? No. No. It was a name. Spirit. No, it was Spirit Paranormal Research. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, okay, so I tried looking at Leslie's little paper, but Leslie didn't write the little paper. I did not. Yes, you did. I said it four times. Also couldn't find it online anymore. I stopped. Shore Paranormal Research Society. Shore. 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 (laughs) How do you spell shore? S-H-O-R-E. Like a place. A shore. Damn, all of a sudden Linda knows. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) How do you spell paranormal? Never mind. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I... I already spelt it. That's the thing. I'm looking at it, and I still can't spell it. Research. Okay, anyways, go ahead. Mm. <laughs> this group has recorded recorded disembodied voices, EVP, zzz, EVPs, apparitions, and personal contact. Ew, personal contact. Yes. yes. Oh, no, it gets crazy. Yeah. Just, just wait. Ghost hunters went there. Yeah. So, uh, Zach... Be- what the fuck is his last name? Baggins, Baggins, Bogan, whatever. I don't know. I've been, Frodo. Names. I've been getting people's names wrong left and right. I don't even know anymore. Oh my God. Dr. Fear died January 10th, 2001. What if he's there? We must go. He probably is. His residualness and he was so freaking evil. I need to figure mm-hmm. out when that psychic went there because maybe that's the demonic spirit that she feels there. <sighs> probably. Just saying. Okay, anyway. <laughs> oh my... Okay, so in the Quaker building, there's numerous shadows that have been recorded, and they will appear and disappear just as quickly. One known apparition is a girl with long black hair and a hunched back that long arms just kind of dangle in front of her as she's hunched forward. So, Kayla. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I hope you can hear her. (laughs) There is furniture that will move on its own accord. So rocking chairs that kind of like if somebody's at one end of the room, then out of nowhere, the rocking chair will just start rocking back and forth. Oh, I've seen that before. When we went to Texas, I was like, "Mm -mm, I'm out of here. Goodbye. Nobody else saw it. I ran. I was going to say, where was this? Uh, It was the first time that we went to Texas. Like everyone together. Oh, okay. And we went, I forget where it was, but it was just like a history tour kind of thing. And like, I was just like standing at the back and I saw the rocking chair start moving and I was like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. And I grabbed Emmanuel and I ran. <laughs> where you, did we go? Leslie has like no, like, memory. <laughs> not even that. No, like, it's really, uh, I had a meltdown about that the other day. Just, uh, I don't even want to talk about it right now because it's going to get me upset. Not, not remembering things well. Oh. Oh. Moving okay. on. Okay. So we won't talk about that. <laughs> we Let's need to get her get... some vitamins. Anyone with an MLM? Yeah, Rachel, where you at? <laughs> Listen, I already told oh her that God. we need to get her Einstein pills or something <laughs> like that because we can't do this. You knocked over my ATWWD collector's edition comic. <laughs> I know it's supposed to be where it's supposed to be. It's hot in here and I was stretching. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, Uh -uh. there are even accounts of objects flying across the room while investigators were there. Sharon Pugh is the psychic that said she had felt 
several different forms of energy, including a possible demonic force. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sharon Pew. I was like, pew. Oh, I'm sorry. God. She said Sharon Pew, and I was sitting here and I'm like, pew, 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 doing the like, little hand Oh, oh my God. Stuff. I so thought of together. Oh, oh my God. Yes. On the floor. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Turn the fan on. I should have listened to this while we were doing this, but I didn't. No, it's okay. Um, then there's the Limerick building. Limerick? Limerick. Limerick? She says Limerick and Limerick. <laughs> but it, you said Which it was like... I said I spelt it phonetically, so I was listening to it, and so I spelled Limerick, so therefore it is Limerick. How do you building. spell it? L-I-M-E-R-I-C-K. That's how Linda's spelling it. No, I looked it up. That's how it's spelled. Now, oh. how it's actually said is a different story. <laughs> I thought you said you sp- spelled. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's Limerick. <laughs> but I just put a space and there's not supposed to be a space there. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Limerick. <laughs> In the Limerick building, there's an apparition of a woman. Yeah. She just kind of like walks around. In the Devon building, it has a lot of disembodied sounds. Yeah, just like kind of things going, things being said, voices, yeah. The Mayflower building, it has shadow people that I've been seeing going throughout the building. See, disembodied voices, I'm kind of like, oh, it's the wind. (laughs) But like, shadow figures, it's the shadow man. I'm like, what's moving around here? (laughs) That's first of all creating the light and then going in front of the light. Mm -hmm. Nothing. A rat. It's not a rat. You and rats. I forgot about that. Oh my gosh, that was like one of my top ten Lydia moments in the world. Not even kidding. I love that so much. I was just thinking about that yesterday. Listen, I have a lot of questions about that death. I still do. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I yeah. I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> people also say that they have been touched there, touched by an angel. No, no. That these are not angels. We already said I, that. It's I know, a but it just popped up in my head. Force grabbed in the arms of you. <laughs> choked. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> there is a room in the building that is haunted by a nurse. People say that she is dressed as a nurse in a later <laughs> garb. Are we following? Are we following? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> and, and walks and inhabits the art room. Okay. There are times that people have felt... A sharp pain in their chest, as if a needle was being stabbed into them. This feeling is associated with the nurse apparition. In the art room? In the art room. Yo, that woman was obviously (laughs) doing something crazy in that art room. They were doing crazy stuff everywhere. I know, but... Okay, continue. (laughs) The Tinicum building also has physical touch. Happening in there by ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost hunters are just touching each other. <laughs> oh my god. She <laughs> just had to clarify. <laughs> this is how Lydia explains things away so she doesn't have nightmares tonight. <laughs> True. She's like, I need to laugh. I need to laugh. In the Philadelphia building, there's disembodied voices. In the administration building, they heard the sound of a toilet flushing, which is very normal to have, especially in the administrative building. But the issue is, the issue is, is that the water supply has been cut off to this building. For years. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, it's all condemned. That didn't even click in my head. That like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, the water flushing. Okay. Yes. So there's that no ain't no water. There's no running water to the building itself. Mm-hmm. Look at her little shift. I got eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the Hershey building, there is said to be the voice of a female on the third floor. So those are just some of the things 
that you could possibly find while you go do a ghost tour at Penhurst. Things that I will never find because I will never go to a ghost tour in Penhurst. Very nice. Very informative. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, Thank you. Good night. Avoid everything <laughs> at all times. Yeah. So that that's that's everything that I was able to find on Penhurst. I, I did watch a couple of episodes of stuff with the the voices and everything like that and um yeah so that's why we didn't talk happened. about the the tunnels can i tell her about the tunnels mm-hmm. is that where they would take the bodies <gasps> yes girl okay i was gonna guess that because i'm like if they have all these people here and all these people dying and stuff like that like what are they doing with the bodies because i know you said like graves and stuff yeah. like that but so, if they don't have staff and like the patients are the ones that are cleaning and all that kind of stuff are they the ones disposing of each other no so like one of the the reasons why they have the tunnels so underneath of the buildings were the tunnels that connected a lot of the buildings together so when patients would die they would take them into there and there's one section that is actually a morgue so it would have like all of the tables and everything set up for where they would do autopsies or um they had this little kind of like they called it an auditorium where they would perform lobotomies Mm -hmm. down there when you go down there like if I don't think they really let anyone go in there anymore because like when I watched the episode of um, Ghost Hunters they had to have like mask on and you can get lost in there so they had to have like a person who's like a groundskeeper like show them around they say that when you're in there and you're standing in like even just the middle of the hallway you can hear like these kind of squeaky wheels like it sounds like a gurney oh, yeah. and then it slowly gets closer and closer and closer <gasps> and passes you and then it keeps going by Oh, and that's, I thought it was, like, coming for you. Mm-mm. That's, like, one of the things. And then they still have everything still in there. Like, you can see all of the tables in there and in the morgue how they have, like, the refrigerated area for the bodies. They mm-hmm. still have, like, all of, like, the trays that they lay you on and everything. And in... Uh, Gross. Yeah, in the episode, they <laughs> actually... Um, put one of the guys I think it was Aaron they put Aaron yeah <laughs> they, I think that they put him in there and they left him in there for an hour just <gasps> to see like what would happen yeah and like he was just like you could feel like there was other people in there with you trying to get out oh, God. like you could just feel it in there and he was no. losing it and like you I could hear just him crying the entire time yeah so there's like all the tunnels and everything and like you can um you can hear stuff going on, and it's so bad. Did you talk about the little boy who plays with the toys? Oh, that's... Uh, yeah, I forgot about that one. I don't know why I didn't have that written down, but there's actually a little boy in one of the rooms that they leave toys out for. And so the little boy will go into the room, and you'll just kind of see... It's like one of them's an airplane, and then I, I couldn't remember what the other toy was, but the little boy will actually come and start playing with the airplane and stuff like that, so you can see the, the toys move. So they leave it out just for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, they say that, like, if you're a female investigator or just, like, a female walking around there, you'll feel him, like, hold, your, hold your hand. hand. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like, if your I'm hand's, not going. like, down by your so, side, so he'll, that, like, walk with you. Yeah, so he can walk with you because he just wants someone. No, the way that I would punch an alive kid for, like, <laughs> grabbing my hand without me, like, knowing that they're behind me. Like, if Why they just, is like, Lydia constantly swatting at the air? <laughs> Get away from me, child. (laughs) No, and, like, the thing is, so, like, you know how if you, oh, I don't know, like, if you guys have this, but, like, how if there's, like, a spirit or something around you, you can kind of feel, like, the energy of it. And when he does that, it's more of, like, you feel comforted because that's what he's looking for. So it's, like, a comforting energy. So it doesn't really scare you. Like, it's not like when you know something, like, demonic is nearby because you don't have like that like <laughs> like freaking out kind of thing if something touches me <laughs> out of the blue or i see a little toy airplane start moving no I'm it's out. not comforting <laughs> at all i don't know i i don't know mm. nope maybe other people <laughs> not me <laughs> yeah so that that is penhurst that's Penhurst. So, 
Yay! I already looked up ticket prices. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Okay, fine. How much? Let us know. Come on. Wait, this is not overnight. They don't do overnight things there, do they? They do. That's that face that they do. So you can. You have oh, to be there by six thirty. Uh, the tours, PM. PM, 6.30 PM. No. The tours start for the walk around so they can give you background information and walk you through. And then the investigations start at night and I believe end at like 1.30 in the morning or 2. Oh, two so it's not a sleepover. No, it's not okay. a sleepover. Hell no, I'm girl, sleeping over. Girl, you awake the whole time. You're going to be recording some EVPs. And you better record some because I swear. I mean, you never know. You, something doesn't have to happen. It's going to be like one of those... Oh, <laughs> what? But no, there's they they have actually like they I'm, so really, confused. I'm like yeah, I don't know what, what was that? What kind of recording was that? I have no <laughs> I was just like, what is she doing? <laughs> so basically they actually have recordings of people asking like, why are you here? Or leave now. Like different stuff like that. Or like help me. Oh, the spirits are saying. Yeah, the yeah. spirits are oh, saying. Oh no! I thought the investigator was asking, "Why are you here?" <laughs> no, no, yes, I, I they the always same thing. say that. They always say that. Why are you here? <laughs> no, sometimes there. I watch these the, these paranormal shit go down, and then I'm like, if I heard this playing back, I'd be like, "Get me out." <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm not with this. Oh, like like a spirit box? Because, like, so EVPs, normally, you can sometimes hear them in the moment, but it normally doesn't happen until it plays back. But, like, spirit boxes, it, like, it's, like, a kind of a robotic sound where they can make it say something. <laughs> it's, like, frequencies or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to... <laughs> That they'll like pick up on the frequency mm-hmm. and like use it to speak to you like in real time rather than yeah no that shit freaks me out no I don't want to be around that no I don't <laughs> want to hear anything no, talking no, to no, me no 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 wait no because hey there demons it's me your boy I want to get that shirt <laughs> no 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 we're not talking like, to oh, demons oh my gosh we're when, not I told you this yesterday what. You can talk to whatever you want. Do not bring a demon around us. Too late. No. Did you see? Do, do, no. What happened yesterday? <laughs> yeah, we're not trying to. Ha- I got my rose quartz on the table. I got all my stuff going down. I cleansed the area. We forgot to cleanse Leah. She took a shower. But, like, I'm no. about to be cleansed. We're getting Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. But, but no. yeah, I, I even told them, that I'm like, so many weird things have been going on in the house that I just, I, I, I really feel like this is going to be my one and only paranormal. Like, Lorraine has to take them over. I can't do it anymore. Besides the fact that you already have paranormal experiences that I don't even like going into your house, really, because it freaks me out. I know. This is why I don't tell anyone about mine, because then they wouldn't come near me. People still come near me all the time. I know. I don't even invite them. That's because you're an inviting person. Do I look inviting? Not that ugly (laughs) face you're making, but you're very outgoing, and I'm just like... That's unfortunate. Let me sit in my house in the dark. (laughs) I'm a people person? Unfortunate. (laughs) I'm a people person within certain hours. Not even that. Only for my patients. And then I'm like in the car, I'm like, I hate the world. (laughs) (laughs) Should I do my missing persons now? Yes. Mm -hmm. And then I did have a second little little snippet that I wanted to do. We should just save that for another episode. Or, yeah, we can make that a Patreon exclusive. Okay. Well. Cut all that out. No. No Now you know. Now you know. There's still something. In order for you to hear this next part, you must be a part of our Patreon. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, there's a missing person, but then after the missing person. Our missing person is from Washington County, Pennsylvania. I was reading. It's okay. I was reading, too, but that's all Uh, I can say. Our missing person is 32-year-old Stephen McEwen um, from McDonald Borough, Washington County. Uh, there's a cash reward. It says so in big letters. Have you seen him? Uh, this was... What's today? Today's July 5th. Oh, okay. So this is from July 5th, 2021. 
2021. <laughs> Wait, this happened today? Yeah, it was just uploaded today. Well, reported today. Reported today. The McDonald Borough Police are investigating the disappearance of 32-year-old Stephen Paul McEwen, who has been reported missing since August 2019 by a family member. Okay. Uh, the last communication was by phone in August 2019, and the victim made suicidal comments during the conversation. The victim is a known drug user. He was from the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area and had become homeless after losing his job. Uh, he was last living in a tent in the woods in McDonald, Pennsylvania. McEwen is described as a white male, 5'7", 210 to 220 pounds, red hair, possibly shoulder length, beard, and blue eyes. He has freckles on his face and a serenity prayer tattoo on his forearm. McEwen goes by the nickname Polar Bear. Any persons with information on the whereabouts of McEwen are asked to call the McDonald Borough Police Department at 724-926-2105 and speak to Chief Allborn or Officer... Oh, no. I'm so sorry. Um, Kubaki? Oh, Jesus. This is like yesterday when she did that. <laughs> Trooper? It, it said TPR. TPR? <laughs> I was like, what's TPR? And we're all like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so then oh, they're sitting there looking, looking, looking on Google. And then I was like, Trooper. And they're like, oh. oh, oh. And, I was and like, it is. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's Trooper. It's Trooper. <laughs> uh, but Officer Kubaki or anonymously contact the Pennsylvania... Crime Stoppers toll free at 1 800 4 PA TIPS. That's 1 800 4 PA 8477 or online at p3tips.com. <laughs> I know, I, I like how you said PA, but then, did, but the then did the numbers for tips. Listen, it has the number for tips on here, but it doesn't have the numbers for PA. Can't be serious for a minute. None of y'all. No, it's... Okay, I'm sorry. All information is accurate as of release date and is subject to change or updated. It's my serious face. This is... This is the current information. So, if you guys have any information on his whereabouts, they would greatly appreciate it and ask you to get in contact with uh, McDonald Borough Police Department. Alrighty. Thank you. Well, thank you about Penthurst. Yep, yep, yep. Penhurst. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this. And <laughs> I really do hope that we are able to go on a ghost tour Um. This. Also, side note to all you creeps out there. If anything creepy starts happening to you after listening to this, don't complain to me. Complain to Linda. You can <laughs> email us and attention Linda. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry for the energy that I bring to the table. Sorry, not sorry. I it, I can't, I don't even, I there's no explanation for it. I really, okay, there is an explanation for it, but I don't know. Also, Lydia, if you leave with anything attached to you, keep it with you. I have Sage at my house, so I'll just okay. tell my best friend that we need her mom to come over. And then you might as well just do, do it now. Yeah. Yeah, really. I would, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Sage, prayers, good intentions. Lock Linda out. I didn't even do it. It's not my fault. I don't know what happened. Anyway, (laughs) have a good week, everybody. Thanks for stopping in. Don't get sunburnt. Again, the part after this, if you would like to listen to more, will be on our Patreon. It Mm -hmm. is a nice little story that I am about to tell my sisters um, of... Something, local. Yeah, something Some very local. local. lore. Yeah, local lore. Urban legend. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> so again, thank you guys so much for joining us again. And don't forget to stop in next week for our next episode and keep up with us on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you guys like to follow, ECC the podcast. Mm-hmm. Bye. Peace out, homies. Bye. Oh, thanks, Lydia, for joining us today. Yay. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. 
Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya.